Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy is doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up today. Let me tell you something. We're back into the series, The uh, A Man After My Own Heart, The Life of David. Guess where we're going to be at? We're going to be in 1 Samuel chapter 16 and part of 1 Samuel 17. Let me tell you something. Boy, what God has for you and store for you, it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Trust in the name of Jesus. There's power in that name. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't feel discouraged. Don't be beat down. Let me tell you something. God works in all kinds of ways. God will show up for you. Let me tell you something. We walk by faith, not by sight. Let me tell you this. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. Let me tell you something. Sometimes when you're talking about the goodness of God, you're going to run across some people. They're going to, they're going to say things to tell you that it's not real. You know, I had a brother write to me today, and he had a, he had a question. Uh, about you know uh, about a guy and you know and I wanted to talk about it because you know I don't want him to think that you know that I'm not going to respond to what he said you know and he talks about God where the God condemned slavery genocide women not equal to men and many more things and what this tells me is that this brother is just a little hurt because guess why he don't understand he don't understand God's way the word of God said God ways are not our ways thoughts not thoughts but God's plan was for men to succeed. Men had free will. And what happened in the garden was, guess what? Men was deceived by Satan. And, and, the, and, and, the, and, the, and the complex of things changed. But that was never God's original plan for men. God's plan for you was to have life and have it more abundantly. That's why Jesus came to the cross. And so when people look at the word of God, they need to understand that God even lost the son. Did you hear that? that God went through chaos on earth, just as we go through chaos. He was lied on, he was beaten, he was betrayed. Everything that you can imagine, God endured. That's the kind of God that we serve. So when people come to you and talk about this invisible God that you get, he also declares in the word of God that he'll be with you in the fire, floods and storm. And if you go to the book of Daniel, now you have to be, believe it by faith in the book of Daniel, chapter three, it says, Sadrach, Meshach and Abednego was all placed in a burning fiery furnace. But because of their faith in God, God showed up. And with Nebuchadnezzar, a man who didn't even believe in that God, he stood up and testified that he saw forth and one looking like the Son of God. So let me tell you something. We walk by faith, not by sight. Let me tell you something. When God shows up in your heart, I don't care what no one tells you, you know God is real. And guess what? When you know that God is real, you stand on God's word. So brother, I pray that God reveal himself unto you because it says that no man receives regardless by the holy spirit and i pray the holy spirit touch you and give you peace and revelation in your heart and mind about who jesus christ is jesus christ is the savior of the world he said the gospel of the world they gave his only begotten son so the world might be saved and guess what it's your decision as you said that's that's free will because it said it might be saved he didn't say that will be saved it might be saved it's a decision that every person on the faces earth have to make that decision that's a personal decision salvation is personal let me tell you something if you believe that jesus christ died for you and rose again this is the perfect time to say father i believe that you sent your son on earth that he died and rose again on the third day and it says when i confess this verbally and i speak it out that i'm saved and let me tell you if you just say that right now you saved, just like me saved and you can say it many times you want to understand this. The Bible also says a just man falls seven times and rises back up again. Don't let the enemy 
tell you that you can't rise up against your circumstance and situation. And the Bible says this too. It says, give no place to wrath or vengeance. It belongs to God. Let God settle the account. Don't you settle it. Let God settle it. And you know how you let God settle it? It's when we pray and we trust that God is going to work in our situation. So I want to say I thank everybody for around the world who listened to the podcast. Sure, I won't be long today. I just want to get back into part two. I mean, after my own heart, the story of David. We found out that David was the eighth son of Jesse, which means new beginning. And now God said he has a new king now. And, and David's just a teenager. And God is going to develop him. Understand this. When God calls you, he develops you and he equips you to do what you need to do for the kingdom. Did you hear that? It's God who equips you. He's the one who trains you. He's the one, the Holy Spirit will guide and lead you, put the right people in your life. God has people assigned to help you get to where he wants you to be at. Did you hear that? God has people assigned to get you to where he wants you to be at. That's it. That's all. Hang in there. Understand this. Don't fight it. You ain't got to go against nobody. Trust in the word of God and see when God prevail. So let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I just thank you for the day. I thank you for your word, Father. Actually, bless your people all around the world as they listen to your word today, Father, that it's speaking to their heart. It speaks into their mind that God, whatever you have set in store for them, that it will come to pass. I ask you, Father, to bless all those who need a touch from you by healing, those who need a financial touch, Father, those who need deliverance, Father, those who just need you today to show that you're real father ask you to manifest yourself let them know who you are let the holy spirit reveal who christ is today unto them in jesus mighty name we pray man remember this whatever's on your heart whatever's on your mind is on god's heart mind as well like i said we're going to be in first uh samuel 16 we're going to start off you know uh because that's where we started at boy we we got we got down to the part where jesse had anointed david and now we finished the seat guess guess what now everybody's not going to be happy when god anoints you did you hear that when God anoints you, but then also we're going to be talking about, and what we left out uh, is when the spirit left Saul and it came upon David, because guess what? When when God when God decided it was going to be David from that very moment, things began to change in Saul's life. Did you hear that? It wasn't, understand this, when Adam and Eve sinned, change didn't happen right then. It was a process, because it's going to take David time to become the king. Because he has to learn and he has to learn. Guess what he got to learn from? He got to learn from the person that hated him. So did you hear that? He got to learn from the person that hated him. And so this is where we left off last. And I'm going to say this. And this is this is what we left off. We're going to start in verse 14, 1 mm-hmm. Samuel 16. Here we go. It says, but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Did you hear that? I want you to see it. Verse 13, you're gonna go up one more. I want you to see it. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brother. And the spirit, did you hear that? And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Not one day, it said, from that day forward. God touched him just like God's gonna touch you. God's gonna touch you in a special way. Did you hear that? When God touches you, he knows what to do. He knows what to do. You don't have to try to figure out. Don't fight. Stop fighting people. Stop getting mad with people and trust God. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? Stop fighting people and trust God. And so we see this now in verse 14. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold, now an evil spirit from God troubles thee. 
let our Lord now command thy servant, which are before thee, to seek out a man who can cunningly play on a harp. And it shall come to pass, when the evil spirit from God is upon thee, that he should play with his hands, and thou should be well. Did you hear that? Understand this. Not only was David a warrior, but David was a musician. Did you hear that? Boy, he was a musician. Hallelujah. You know how to praise God. Let me tell you something. When you know how to praise God, understand this. You praise God not just when it's good. You praise God in the midst of everything. Everything that's going on in your world, you begin to praise God, begin to magnify God. Understand this because God is working. Don't you fight with these people. Did you hear that? Don't fight with them. Trust them. Believe in them. See, won't God show up for you? Hallelujah. I want you to see it. Here we go. In verse 17. And Saul said unto his servant, provide me now a man that can play well and bring him to me. Did you hear that? God called David. He's a teenager. And Saul is looking for a man. He doesn't even realize. Guess what? God is going to bring his replacement. Because guess what? David, how are you going to learn to be a king? He, ain't nobody in his family born in the kingdom. But he, but he bought the, he's bought to join the kingdom. He bought to join the king's family. Hallelujah. Because God has a plan and God is going to make it work. Now, guess what? When God begins to work in your life, there's going to be uh, adversarial things that's going to come against you because the enemy don't want you to get to where God wants you to be. But you got to cling on to God. You got to cling on to God even when it hurts. Trust me. I know this for a fact because I'm clinging on to him right now. Check it out. Then the answer, one of his servants said, Behold, I have seen the son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning and plain and mighty, violent man and a man of war. Putin in matters and commonly purse, and the Lord is with him. Did you hear that? Don't think people don't see that God is upon you. Because guess what? People knew that there was something special about David, just as they know about you. Hallelujah. Trust in God. I'm so excited. Boy, I'm so pumped up this morning. You don't understand. If I had wings, I could fly. Hallelujah. I want you to know that God will do what he promised to do for you. Hallelujah. And here we go in verse 19. Wherefore Saul sent a message to Jesse saying, Send me David, my son, which is with the sheep. And Jesse took an ass laden it with bread, bottles of wine, and cans, and sent them by David his son to Saul. Check it out. David is anointed. The anointing has left Saul. Understand there's a transfer. Understand there's a transfer getting ready to happen in your life. Hallelujah. Get, get excited with me. Let me tell you something. As as you know, as, as, as we go through the process of planting this church, Christ Redeemed Church in the South Chicago area is all God. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It's just all God. All I'm doing is praying and trusting God. Let me tell you something. In the book of Acts chapter 6, you know, you know what the apostles did. They just spent the time in the word and prayer. And guess when the church was multiplying and been at God wants us to stay into the place of pray and worship. Pray and talk to God. Meditate in the word because the word will bring about change. And as we see it, here we go. And David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly. Did you hear that? The anointing. Everybody know that you're anointed. You, you may not know it. You think Joseph knew he was anointed? Guess what? Moses, for 40 years in the backwoodness, he felt that God had forgotten about. But when the anointing is upon you and God has anointed you, nothing can prevent it from happening. Did you hear that? Nothing can prevent it from happening. Yeah, you're going to have some heartache along the way because guess what? Moses said, people are thorns to the flesh. Hallelujah. Check it out. I want you to see it. 
And David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly, and he became his armor bearer. Did you hear that? God put him right there in the family. God already had Samuel going on. You see it? And God made him his armor bearer, made him be close to him. Did you see that? Now, when God spoke about him becoming a king, anointing him to be king, it was impossible. God works in impossibilities, bringing impossible possible. Don't you see how impossible it was? How can he be king and he's not even a family? But God, now he's the armor bearer. And guess what? As we roll into chapter 17, we're getting ready to roll now. I want you to understand this. When the giant shows up in your life, get it. I want you to get it. When a giant shows up in your life that comes to crush you, it's not going to crush you. It's going to let you know you have arrived. Did you hear that? When a giant shows up in your life, it's not to destroy you, not to crush you, but let you know that you arrived and let the whole world know that you arrived. Did you hear there's a secret when giant shows up in your life. Whatever tr whatever tremendous problem that you have, when a giant show up, understand this. It's meant to be a turnaround. Oh, I'm pumped up today. You know I'm going on. When a giant shows up in your life, it's meant for a turnaround. I want you to see it. And Saul sent to Jesse saying, David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he has found favor in my sight. See what God did. God gave him favor in the sight of Saul. But guess what God is going to do? Did I tell you the whole world going to know? Now the whole world has to see that David is anointed by the God of Israel. Did you hear that? And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took an harp and played it with his hands. And so Saul was refreshed and as well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Understand this. The anointing was on David's life. Long as David is around, evil can't be there. Boy, catch it. Understand this. You have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you. You have perfection inside of you. Every day that you get up. I want you to know that trust in the name of Jesus. Now if it's rolling to chapter 17, verse 1. Now I ain't gonna, I, we, we ain't gonna do it all because this is this is this is gonna listen. This is like chapter 17, just like chapter one is gonna take us two part. Because guess what? Here come the promotion. Here come the giant. Here comes this dilemma. That's guess what? Not only does it gonna have David, but it's gonna have the whole nation of Israel perplexed because God is getting ready to promote David. David is supposed to be known to the world. Guess what? When God elevates you, everybody will see. Check it out. Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered together at Sokal, which belongs to Judah, and pitched between Sokal and Asbet. Check it out. I want you to see it. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Eli and set to battle in array against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side, and there was a valley between them. Here we go. Verse four, first Samuel chapter seventeen. Yeah, you gotta see it. You gotta see it. Won't you see it? 
And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistine named Goliath, a gat, who height was six cubits and span, and his helmet of brass, his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail, and it weighed, the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. Could you imagine seeing a mountain? He was on a mountain, but he looked like a mountain. Understand this. The giant that comes into your life, that comes to move you, is only meant to elevate you. It's only meant to expose the anointing that God has on you. Remember that whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. I want you to see it. And he had a greaves of brass upon his legs and a target of brass between his soldiers. His soldier, soldier. Now check this out. It seems like this guy looks like what? He looked like a monster. Did you hear his shoulders? He looks like a monster. Let's see. And he had greaves of brass upon his legs and a target of brass between his shoulders. Understand this. Did you, did you, you see that? This guy is a monster. He's a giant. And check this out. But when you got faith in God, you trust in God, you know it ain't yours. The one thing that David is going to let me and you know, guess what? He knows it's not him. He know God going to show up. Check it out. Understand this. There are going to be haters around you too when you begin to speak up for God. And the staff of spear was like a weaver beam, and his spear, he had weighed 600 shekels of iron, and one bearing a shield went before him. He had armor bearing before him. He had somebody who was, hey, this dude, guess what? Everybody in the Philistine camp was excited because they knew that they had something was invincible. But understand this, the only invincible thing that exists is God. Did you hear that? The only invincible thing that exists is nothing but God. And so check it out. And he stood and cried unto the army of Israel, saying unto them, Why are you coming out? Set your battle array. Am I a Philistine? And ye servants to Saul, choose you a man for you. And let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then we will be your servants. Did you hear that? Goliath said, hey, I'll fight anybody you got. And if he kills me, we'll be your servants. Did you hear that? He spoke death upon his life. That was Goliath speaking death because guess what? What he's getting ready to say, he doesn't even realize that he prophesies over his own life. Because God is there. I lose. Shake it up. Now understand this. The one person that should have went to go battle Goliath was King Saul. If you go back and you look at the life of King Saul, you'll see that he stood above everybody. Said he was a good-looking guy. He was he was a king. But guess what? Everybody was scared except one teenage boy who believed in God. Who believed in God? You believe in God? Well, all things are possible to him that believe. So check it out. If he be able to, verse 9, if he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then ye should be our servants. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When so Check it out. I want you to hear verse 11 because guess what? When a giant comes, a giant comes to bring terror. 
When the enemy comes against you, it comes to bring terror. When Saul and all of Israel heard the words of the Philistines, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Guess, guess what? They weren't trusted in God. Let me tell you, when you trust in God, guess what, man? You know it's going to work out. You don't, you don't be worried about all that nonsense stuff. You know God got you. Boy, you know God gets you all right. Now, check it out. Verse 12. Now, David was the son of the Ephraim of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jesse. And he had eight sons. And the men went among men for an old man in the days of Saul. And the three eldest sons, Jesse, went and followed Saul to battle. The name of his three sons that went to the battle were Eliab, the firstborn. Next was Abinadab, and the third was Shammah. And David was the youngest, and the three eldest followed Saul. But David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. Did you hear? David working, man. He playing. He told him, he's just, do, 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 do. he was spared leaving Saul. Then he's feeding sheep, because guess what? God is developing him in all the areas of his life. Guess what? The thing that you might think, the least thing that you're doing, God is using that because it's, it's going to develop you. Did you hear that? Hallelujah. Get, get, get excited with me because I'm excited. Let's go on verse 16. And the Philistines drew morning and evening and presented himself for 40 days. Did you hear? understand? Number 40 means trial. This is a trial for all of Israel. Everybody's afraid. The king, all the people afraid. And guess what? But this young boy is going to show up. Hallelujah. Because he trusts in God. You got his faith in God. He's going to show up. I want you to see it. And the Philistines drew near the morning and evening and presented himself 40 days. And Jesse said unto David his son, Take now for thy brothers uh, Ephens, the parched corn, and ten loaves, and run to the camp to thy brethren, and carry these ten cheeses unto the captain of their thousand, and look how thy brothers fare, and take their pledge. Now Saul and they all the men of Israel were in the valley of Eli, fighting with the Philistine. And David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper. And he took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trenches as a host was going forth to fight and shout for the battle. For Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in array. And armed, uh, army against army. And David left his carriage in the hands of the keeper of the carriage. And he ran into the army and came and saluted his brother. Hey, what's going on? That's what he said. I, I can know what he said. He he don't you know he don't know what's going on. He don't know that this is this this moment right here. This is the defining moment. This would define David's whole life. Understand this. He will become renowned because of what is getting ready to happen. Hallelujah. He's going to become renowned. Check it out. In verse twenty-three, and as he talked with his would talk with them, behold, there came up the champion of the Philistines to get here to go to Jack. Jack shows up. Boy, let me tell you something. It seems as impossible, but God works in impossibility to bring an impossible possible. And the Philistine, the Gath Goliath, by the name, out of the arms of the Philistine, and spank according to the same words. And David heard them. Did you hear? Somebody with faith heard. Hallelujah. Boy, faith is a monster killer. Hallelujah. And all the men in Israel, when they saw the man, they fled from him and were so afraid. Check it out. And the men of Israel said, have you seen this man that is coming up? Surely to defy Israel is he coming up and it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make 
his father's house free in Israel. Did you see what God was getting ready to do? David, not only was David going to be in the king's family, but his family was going to be set free. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? That they was going to be exempt. Hallelujah. Check it out, boy. Don't think God can't bless you. Hallelujah. And here we go. Let's see verse 26. Let's see this boy, David. Boy, boy, bad. Hallelujah. And David spanked to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the men that kill us this Philistine? And take away this reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Did you hear that? Say, hey, you know, we serve, we serve God. Who is this joke? Okay, watch this. Everybody's afraid. David is trusted in God. Well, put your trust in God. Hallelujah. See what God will do for you. And the people asked him after this man is saying, so shall it be done to the men that killeth him. And Eliab, his elder brother, heard when he had spanked unto the men. And Eliab, anger was kindled against David. And he said, why? Why cometh thou down hither? And with whom has thou left those few sheep within the wilderness? Guess what, boy? Trying to put him down. Trying to knock him on his butt. But guess what? This is what David going to say. And he goes, brother, he said, I know thy pride and thy naughtiness in thy heart, for thou art coming down that thou might see the battle. And David said, what have I? I now done. Is there not a cause? He said, hey, what are you talking about, man? This guy going off. What, what you mean? He don't understand. Don't you understand? We serve God. I want you to get it. We serve God. Let me tell you something. And he turned from him towards another spank, the same manner. And the people answered him again as the former manner. And it was the words when he heard which David spanked that rehearsed them before Saul. And he sent to him. And David said to Saul, look at David. This boy, boy, he going to the king. Hallelujah. Boy, I'm pumped up today. Hallelujah. Here you go. And David said to Saul, let no man heartfelt because of him. Thy servant will go and fight. With the Philistine. Did you hear that? Say, I, I'm going. Yeah, I ain't got to worry about him no more. Boy, that's that's faith right there. Without faith is impossible. Please, he that come to God must believe. Lord. David got faith in God. And Saul said, David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth. And he be a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, thy servant keeps his father's sheep. He about testified. We overcome by the blood of lamb and our testimony. Yes, they about testify. Here we go. Keeps his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear. I took a lamb out of the flock, of the flock. I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he rose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. The jet boy David Warren said, Man, hey, I ain't worried about this guy. You may be worried about him, but I ain't worried about him because I know what God has done for me. When you got that testimony, I know what God has done for me. Then you stand on it. Check it out. And I went out after him and smote him, verse 35, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he rose against me, I caught him and by his beard and smote him, and, he, and I slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he has 
defile the armies of the living God. And David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the power of the lion and out of the power of the bear, he would deliver me out of the hands of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, go, and the Lord be with thee. Boy, saw her faith. Saul heard that boy speaking by faith. And guess what? David going to do it. Hallelujah. I'm going to stop right here because I got to come back. I'm going to blow it all. I want to do it all right now. So let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I just thank you for the day. Father, we thank you for your word, Father, because we know when a giant comes, it only meant to be elevation. It's meant to put us in that spotlight where the world would see. Just as the world saw that David was getting ready to go out because he wasn't putting it on himself. He was putting earnest on God. Let me let me tell you, when you put the earnest on God, that's it right there. We put our earnest on you, God. We trust you. We know that your word will prevail over our enemies. We give it all unto you. We cast all our burdens upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Let me tell you something. Have a blessed day. Understand this. That giant only meant to bring elevation. Did you hear? He looked like a monster. But guess what? David spoke about faith. Hold on to your faith. Because faith moved mountains. It didn't say Goliath was on one mountain. They was on the other mountain. Then God moved that mountain. And David had a testimony. Like I told you, what, what was God doing? He was taking care of the sheep. God was prevent, preparing him for this moment. He knew that, hey, he defeated the lion and the bear. He knew that God was with him. He knew that God spared him. He gave glory unto God. When you give glory unto God, God will show up. Have a blessed day. I love you. Stay encouraged. Fight the good fight of faith. Have a blessed day.